0: Hey everyone, welcome to the More Movement podcast, a show about why your movement matters and how to get optimal results through science-backed practical solutions. Today is part 6 of my Mobilize and Move series, and I am wrapping this series up by jumping into my fifth and final phase of my pump process to enhance mobility. If you're just tuning in, pump is an acronym with each letter representing a significant aspect of the mobility process, and when we put them all together, We optimize our efforts and really see significant improvements with our mobility and our movement and our outcomes. So I can't wait to finish this up. This has been an awesome series. Let's jump into it back right after this. Welcome to the more to movement podcast, where we break down the science behind movement and provide you with tangible takeaways. So you can take charge of your health and fitness and achieve lasting results. If you're ready to optimize your efforts, move with purpose, and invest in your health and performance with confidence and vigor, you've come to the right place. Here's your host, Pete Rowletter. What's up, movers? Thanks for being here with me. Today is part six of the Mobilize and Move series. This is it. We're all done. We wrapped up the series. It's been fun. I've really enjoyed this. I I really hope what we've talked about has made some impacts for you. And of course, what we've talked about has been awesome, but... I need to come full circle and really finish it up with this last phase. And as you know, this last episode, along with the other episodes of the pump process have been dedicated to going through each phase so that you all have a really good understanding of how to really enhance your mobility. And when you have a really good understanding, really great grasp on this stuff, you can really apply it and get the most out of your efforts. And this is what it's all about, right? We want to get the most out of what we're doing. In a way, I'm kind of glad this series is coming full circle because it's a great catalyst into bigger topics. Start talking about some of the bigger issues or the bigger movement problems that some of my clients or some of my students or other professionals have talked about. And I think this is a great segue into some of those bigger topics. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about some of this new content that I've worked on. And I I hope you like it. I hope what we've talked about so far is going to be a really good foundation for where we're going, helps you understand what we're talking about and not just understand it, but apply the science in the right way so that you're getting more out of your efforts. And you're actually able to utilize these strategies, not just hear about them and kind of go through the motions, but actually understand what you're doing, why you're doing it and getting some results. So I'm really excited about that. And of course your feedback's vital. What you have to say matters to me. And I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd like to hear about some of the issues you may be having with movement, some of your setbacks, or some of the questions that you have regarding fitness, movement, performance, any of those things, because that's what I do. And I want this show to be as impactful as possible. And so if anybody listening is getting something from this, like that's what this is about, right? So I'd love to hear what you have to say. So don't hesitate to reach out via email or connect with me on social media. Let me know how I can help you. I'd love to hear from you. So before we jump into this last phase, let's recap a bit. P stands for proper position. U stands for undo hypertonic and shortened tissue. The first M stands for mitigate joint capsule restriction. The second M stands for muscle activation. And that's where we chatted about increasing neural drive to muscles that have stopped engaging correctly due to the tissue imbalances in the body. Now, this last phase brings everything together, and if it's neglected, you really limit your improvement potential. It's easy to neglect this one. It's easy to overlook this one, but I promise you, if it's neglected, you can limit your improvement. Simple as that. Before I jump into it, let me go back to this series' first episode and bring to mind a quote that I shared with you. It was Peter Drucker's quote, and it goes, efficiency is doing things right effectiveness is doing the right things and again i take it a step further if you are effective and efficient you're moving mountains as i said it's all about purpose having an idea of what you're trying to accomplish doing it correctly and appropriately and taking advantage of the physiological responses can make all the difference in your mobilization efforts it means attention to detail attention to detail, can't stress that enough, and doing the small things that may not seem fun or as dynamic. That's what separates the people who have some improvement and those that blow the roof off their improvement. I kid you not. So the final P of the pump process stands for pattern reinforcement. And this is more than just doing a good squat like 100 times and make sure it feels good goes far beyond that. It's about a mind-body connection that enhances your movement by drawing attention to the things you need to do to move better. The best place to start is with motor programs. Now, I talked about motor programs in episode 14, but it's worth a quick recap to help us understand this last phase. If you recall, a motor program is an abstract representation of a movement plan and it's stored in memory and it contains all motor commands required to carry out an intended action. Our experiences influence motor programs. When we move, we all have experiences that pertain to the movement and direct our decisions. The more complex the task, the more time is needed to organize and execute that motor plan. However, the more the motor program is used or practiced, the easier it becomes to employ. Think of a new movement you're trying to perform or one you're trying to correct. A movement pattern must be reinforced if you want to improve it. Further, we must be conscious of our efforts, conscious of what we're doing, or we may end up with our old habits. Our body's state influences our patterns, and we've already addressed that with the P, the U, and both M's of the pump process. Now it's time to bring it all together and make the most of those efforts by consciously moving with the intent to reinforce good, solid patterns. Unfortunately, this is where I see the ball dropped all the time. Think of it like this. It's like taking the time to prepare a cake. You ever bake a cake? Think about it. You get all the ingredients, you measure them all out, you add them in with the appropriate amounts, you mix it to the right consistency, you prep the pan, but then you decide not to cook it. Sure, the batter may smell nice, but you'll never know how it all came together unless you bake it, right? Once it's baked, you can eat it and enjoy the fruits of your labor. I mean, what's the purpose of all the prep work if you're not gonna finish it out the right way? For us, we go through all of this prep work to improve our mobility, but then we don't reinforce good patterns. It's like prepping a cake but not baking it. We want the fruits of our labor. With our context, the fruit of our labor is improved movement, better results, fewer aches and pains, and less injuries. Remember, the more a movement program is used, the more refined it becomes and the more natural it feels. So think back to the phases I've covered. If we brace our movements, and our restricted tissue is released, and our joints have balanced positions, and our underactive tissue is engaged again, then we can capitalize on this ideal environment and create better habitual movement patterns that can blow up our improvements. That's what it's about. However, if a movement is performed incorrectly with poor form and poor quality, then all that effort to improve mobility was all for naught. Yeah, it'll help a little bit and you might feel a little bit better, but the patterns won't change. I wish I could tell you that you release some tissue once and bam, everything fixes itself and you never have to think of it again. It just doesn't work that way. I started this whole thing by talking about how our body's state is fluid and it changes daily. That's why addressing movement every day and evaluating our body's state is essential because it changes so frequently. That includes our time at the gym. That doesn't mean we have to overanalyze every step we take, but you should have a purpose with your movements. Every rep tells you something. Everything you're doing tells you something, and you should be tuned into what your body is telling you and what it's saying. That's how we improve. So let's talk about some of the ways to enhance our conscious movement and reinforce good patterns. These strategies fall into two categories, implicit strategies and explicit strategies. These strategies are all about creating or reinforcing a mental template of how the movement should look and feel. I'm telling you, if you can master these strategies and implement them appropriately, you will take your results to a whole new level. No joke. I'm serious. Let's jump into some of my favorites and the ones that I use every single day. Implicit strategies focus inward. And the cue comes from your mind-body connection. These strategies are all about how it feels and usually tend to be more specific or focused on an area of the body. It's best to start with this strategy because research indicates that this method leads to higher long-term learning and retention rates. Explicit strategies, on the other hand, focus outward and cues to the movement come from something or someone outside the body. These strategies still focus on how the movement feels, but the feedback is provided from an outside source that modifies the way the movement looks. Let me give you some takeaways today that can start you using these strategies immediately. I'll give you two implicit and two explicit strategies. Let's start with the implicit strategies. The first is called attentional focus manipulations. This takes advantage of the mind-body connection. Try something for me tell your quadricep to contract. Don't get up and walk. Just tell your quad to tighten. You probably did it. No sweat, right? However, it's a lot harder to do when you have multiple things to focus on, especially if you're lifting. If you know you have some imbalances, use this strategy to reinforce the activation of that tissue. Let me give you a couple examples. After you've dropped down into your squat, Focus on glute activation or telling yourself to squeeze your glutes as you rise up. Here's another example. Remind yourself to keep your shoulders back and aligned with your ears as you sit in a chair. One more here. Going back to P of the pump process, focusing on a braced core or a tight tummy as you lift. All of those are great implicit strategies that take advantage of the attentional focus manipulation. The second one is called proprioception awareness. If you recall, proprioceptors are mechanosensory neurons that provide feedback regarding movement and the position of your body. One way to reinforce good patterns is to make sure our proprioceptors relay the appropriate message about our movement. We can do that and challenge that by removing the visual system that provides a significant amount of feedback about our environment and our movement. Here's one of my favorites. Check this out. It's best to have someone watch you and provide feedback. If you, But if you don't have somebody, just record yourself. I'd start with this unloaded and then, of course, progress that movement. What I mean by unloaded is just use your body. No weights, nothing like that. But, of course, you can always progress into a more loaded pattern. First, pick a movement. Move to that position you want to achieve, whatever the movement may be. Move to that position and then return to the start. Next, perform that movement again for several repetitions, but this time with your eyes closed. The goal is not to complete them with your eyes closed. The goal is to move to the same position on every rep. Let me give you an example. Do a body weight or an air squat. Pick a depth, one that will be challenging for you. Maybe not all the way down or a mini squat, but maybe somewhere in the middle, somewhere where you usually don't stop in a squat pattern. First, watch yourself do it. Then, close your eyes, move slowly to that position, and then return to the start. Keep the eyes closed and move your feet. So reset your position. Move your feet, try to reset back to where you were, and then do it again, keeping your eyes closed. Now, How many times did you get your feet placement right? How many times did you reach that target position? This is a great drill to reinforce accurate proprioceptor feedback. Once your movement is consistent, you'll be able to focus on other details of your movement. Give that a shot. It's one of my favorites. All right, let me give you a couple explicit strategies. The first one is called demonstration. It's very simple, but it's very effective. Many of us can mimic and learn by watching others. If there's a movement we are trying to improve, watch someone perform that movement. Even better is someone taking you through the movement, providing verbal cues. Those play into it as well. Someone telling you how to improve the movement can have significant impacts. For example, hearing the verbal cue to look straight ahead as you squat can trigger a response to fix your head position, which in turn kicks on the attentional focus method. Getting that outside perspective can help because they can catch things that sometimes we're not aware of. Slower is better. So try to find someone, whether it's in person or someone on YouTube or on Instagram, that not only is doing the movement, but explaining how to perform it. And let's be real for a second. There are thousands of people posting themselves working out and I'm not hating on that. I'm not. I think it's awesome. I mean it. They're proud of what they're doing and they're celebrating a healthy lifestyle. Rock on. I'm all about that. But that doesn't mean that they're performing it correctly or that they have insight into how you should be performing it. My advice is to seek out qualified professionals, notable names, or people with great reputations or reputable sites that understand the mechanics of movement and can present it in a helpful way for you. The second one is called kinesthetic correction. This is all about physical manipulation to help you achieve a position. It could be someone moving you into a position or using a tool of some kind to achieve this tactile response on yourself. This can help force the body to comply, which will either help you achieve that position, or it will bring your attention to the areas of restriction, which are preventing you from reaching that ideal position. For example, let's say you lean over or you flex at the trunk a lot when you lunge. One kinesthetic tactic is to hold a dowel rod along your back with one end in contact with the back of your head and the other one against your glutes. And you don't let that dowel rod come off your head or your glutes as you lunge. Either you'll adhere to the strict position and perform a great lunge, or you'll lose contact with the dowel and immediately feel that you lost that position. This provides great pattern reinforcement because you'll move through an efficient pattern and address your restrictions brought out by this manipulation. I love these strategies, and all of them can help you improve your patterns and, of course, reinforce good ones. Now, keep in mind, not every exercise you do has to be this involved. Typically, these strategies will be focused on patterns you're struggling with. But still, if you want to optimize your efforts, you should have a little reminder for every exercise, every set, and every rep we perform goes back to what I said earlier. Purpose. Do you have purpose in what you're doing? Are you conscious of what you're doing? It can be as simple as breathe or squeeze or stay tight or keep position. It's these little things that keep us engaged and aware of our movement and provide the best outcomes. All right, we have done it. To wrap it up, let's hit the pump process one more time. P- stands for proper position where it's all about consistently having a neutral brace spine to improve stability and to mitigate sheer forces that can lead to injury. U stands for undue hypertonic and shortened tissue where it's all about identifying restricted tissue and using different techniques to tap into the physiological process to relax tissue and improve range of motion. The first M stands for mitigate joint capsule restriction. Where the focus is addressing joint capsule position through banded joint distraction and banded flossing techniques to address joint position restriction. The second M stands for muscle activation, where it's all about increasing neural drive to muscles that have stopped engaging correctly due to the tissue imbalances in the body. And P stands for pattern reinforcement where the focus is optimizing motor programs by utilizing strategies that improve our movement awareness and enhance our mind-body connection so we can move better. And that, my friends, completes the circle. And with this process, I really believe you can sustain an effective and efficient means of improving and maintaining your mobility and movement. So what do y'all think of the pump process? Did any of you see some major improvements with the process? Did you see some phases that just completely blew you away? I would love to know your thoughts. Please reach out and let me know how the pump process worked for you. I sincerely hope that this series has resonated with you and you were able to take something from it and impact your movement. And man, I, I wish more people embrace the process to move better because it takes care of so many issues and allows for freedom of movement. I hope you can take some steps to better your movement. And I hope it's leading to better outcomes and results. And I hope your improvements inspires others to do the same. I hope they start asking you questions about what you're doing and why. And you can confidently tell them what you're doing and what you're investing in and and how it's impacting your outcomes. Look, we'll never be perfect, but we can definitely reach higher and higher levels of our potential by continually trying to be better. And that's what it's all about. So with that, thanks so much for tuning in. It means the world to me and I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you all next time. Take care of yourselves and remember wherever you are, keep moving. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of more to movement with your host, Pete Rowletter. If you enjoyed the show, please visit moretomovement.com where you can find this episode's show notes along with more episodes and articles to empower you on your journey.